Is it boldness you crave and don't have it? Is it courage you seek and can't find it? You're in luck. The bravest hour in radio starts right now. Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. If we lose freedom here, there is no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. Where hypocrisy meets accountability. I just want to do God's will. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. The prisoner wishes to say a word. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in and welcome aboard. This is the Matthew Dark Show, and wherever, however you join us, we thank you. Now remember, hit subscribe everywhere you get your shows and never miss an episode, especially on Rumble. All videos will be released early on Rumble and then all the other podcast spots. So hit subscribe, never miss one. Of course, we're loaded today again. Another show, another week, another day, another month goes by. We have just increased chaos, destruction, I don't know, demoralization of this country. It, it never seems to improve every time we have our guest on, Dr. Michael Gaeta. We continue to make uh, more grounds as we invade other parts of the world. We have now viruses coming to the United States again. We have a border invasion that's going on. Um, I mean, there's so many places to go. Let's start first, though, Dr. Gaeta, with this Chinese pneumonia that yes. uh, it's made its way. Now, here's here's what we don't know is when the real one comes, it's going to kill everybody. We don't know because they kind of yeah. ruined us with COVID, right? I mean, yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know, maybe it'll kill me, maybe it won't, but I'm not going to listen to them. I mean, am I wrong for thinking like this? Yeah, I mean, they've, uh, thank you, Matthew. It's great to be back on the show. I always appreciate our time together. Of course. Um, yeah, so they, they, you're bringing up several good points. One is they've been announcing as apparently they need to uh, by the unwritten law of the globalist <laughs> elites, what they're going to do before they do it. So, you know, book uh, Gates wrote a whole book about the next pandemic, uh, Fauci, uh, everybody, you know, in the medical mafia and government, you know, has been announcing the next pandemic. Um, uh, and so, you know, it's it, it, there's always a concern. Is this the, the quote big one? Mm -hmm. um, so that's always that. And then on the other side, you know, there are things that they're just natural waves of infections that go through this one's a little uh, unusual in china because it's mostly affecting children apparently um and it's pneumonia not the flu it's a little unusual as well pneumonia you know the flu they they kind of lie about the mortality risk of the flu which is near zero um by mixing the flu deaths which are very low with pneumonia deaths which mm -hmm. are very high um, so that's another layer of it. This is appears to be a respiratory pneumonia, which is you know certainly more dangerous than the flu, which is which is rarely. Uh, I'm hearing fatal. antibiotic resistance and and that yep. kind of idea. So that's my concern. Yep. Is it, again, is that true, or are we intentionally yeah. making the 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 medicines? We're giving yes. us stuff that doesn't work so that we have something. But see, this yeah. is the problem, isn't it? Because I'm skeptical of everything. Yeah. And well, that's why these days. Yeah, exactly. And so now how are they going to get this over and let it yeah. just kill people or it's not going to work because they can only show these fear cards so many times before people are like, well, 
that trick's over, right? And so yeah, yeah. you feel like this one has to have some substance behind it yep. to get people yep. to go for it. And they guess what they did? They're going after children, our weakest spot, our most precious yeah. moments, right? Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, the, as with any infectious anything, they're always going to try to tie it to vaccinations, regardless of absence of evidence or efficacy right. or usefulness or historical basis. Uh, so that's a concern. And then we have a background concern of just immune suppression from the experimental injections. Right. Uh, that's been a huge issue uh, worldwide, wherever folks have accepted one of the experimental COVID shots. Now, interestingly, in China, they didn't largely use the mRNA vaccines that right. were used in the rest of the world. So that was a very interesting wrinkle. Uh, they used uh, vaccines that were relatively more conventional and not as gene-modifying or gene-manipulation um, sort of uh, injections. I think that's a good point, that they were resistance and other countries rejected mRNA. Um, you yep. see Pfizer now suing, I believe, Poland because they're not going to take yep. They're not going to take the remainder of this stuff. And it's like, well, hold on a second now. Yes. You, you told me this was premium stuff, and it's killing our people. So it's really mm -hmm. going to be fascinating to see the force mechanism coming in on that but i say it's it's sure. always got to be at the end of the day parents um let's keep our children uh active uh yeah. not inflamed you know they're health conscious decisions and that right there sets them up for the most part the last thing that we can do as parents now is take this bait and now we're going to play the game of we mask all day at daycare we now vaccinate the moment it's right and we now take on whatever experimental medicines because here's where it's scary i think is that this this idea of microwave medicine, the idea yes. of emergency medicines, we don't test it. We just get it out to the public. Right. You know, that's now the standard and it's coming. And if we're not it resistant, is. they're going to experiment on your children, folks. For sure. Yeah. And that's a great point, Matthew. The The current COVID shot, the the entire the entirety of the clinical trials were eight rats. <laughs> so there, there were no human trials and they just rushed this thing out. It's become clear now that FDA will rubber stamp yes. anything they, they come up with. Uh, they right. could just put sludge in a vial. And uh, we don't know that how much are we getting of that? Uh, I mean, for the people well, that don't have. have a bad reaction, you have no idea. You think there's somebody down at the Pfizer plant looking at each and every vial testing and saying, <laughs> No way that's good. Now, absolutely yes. not, folks. This is assembly line. Get it out and whatever's in yes. those vials. And we're not asking questions. So this is another great moment to ask those questions. Now, what's going on here? And I would just be fascinated to see the tradition as this thing really starts to get going. The tradition yes. doctor office pediatrician saying this is serious. You need I, I cannot wait to hear their plan of action because in COVID, it was terrible. Stay indoors. Eat yeah. Uber Eats, watch Netflix, <laughs> don't go to school, and yeah. and hope time passes without you dying. It's very yeah. breathtaking. That's the China pneumonia. So we're going to be on that as we are skeptical of it having any um, sincere risk to our 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 lives, our children. Um, but we'll see, and we'll definitely use nature first in this case. I can tell you that much right now. It will not be oh, for sure. first. Yeah, nature first, drugs last. That that's our that's our kind of slogan here at the institute and the clinic. Um, and folks who want to learn more can go to michaelgata.com. Um, and you know this is and it's interesting. China's doing the same playbook they did with yep. uh, COVID, which is to downplay um, the this current outbreak. And again, it's an outbreak. An outbreak is a normal. Epidemics right. are unusual. Um, so people get 
get, get them confused and think that an outbreak is the end of the world. Right. Uh, but that's just normal health. And we've had, and we've always will have outbreaks of something yes. regardless of vaccination status, by the way. Uh, we have data on, you know, whooping cough, pertussis in fully vaccinated populations of children. Um, so there's always outbreaks and these are not to be, you know, worried about. Um, and, you know, with children, you know, there's one layer of this. I'm not saying this is the whole story, Matthew, but children need to get sick from time to time. Sure. It's part of their immune development. It's part of detoxifying maternally transferred toxins from breast milk. There's a variety of reasons why it's okay for kids to get sick sometimes, yeah. uh, especially in those first couple of years, you know, two to five years. That's a very normal, natural, healthy thing. Uh, it's kind of like they're going to the gym for the first time kind of thing where they start to exercise their immune system and also carry out detoxification. So uh, I'm with you, Matthew. I'm not sure how this is going to play out. We'll have to watch it closely. But the, I think, you know, as, as you tell your listeners all the time, uh, the thing to assume isn't true is whatever we're being told in the media. Absolutely. So we're, we're yeah. starting out this time with all questions and no masks on. So you can yeah. see my face yeah. as I ask these questions about this virus or this bacteria yes. or whatever is going on here. Uh, yes. I want to move over to Hunter Biden. You know, I feel like Joe yeah. Biden and Hunter Biden, they're crooked. I mean, anybody, even in their darkness, oh, yeah. you is, know, they're crooked in some capacity. Yeah. Most corrupt administration Absolutely. in history. That's Easily. a non-negotiable. And and really, as, as, as awful as Trump was, he said all those horrible things. Um, these offenses are, they're not even comparable. They're, they're not. No, no, because no, we're talking no. about such life-changing money that came from foreign adversaries, yeah. the sitting vice president, his son, and then the family members, it's breathtaking. You know, he's yeah. going to testify here in a couple of weeks and it's going to be the way it's supposed to be done. And Democrats are saying, oh, they don't want him to testify in public. And they're trying to hide something. And it has nothing yeah. to do with that, but it has all to do with the little details inside of a deposition. And you're asking sure. questions that investigators already know the answer to. See, the, the catch is, is that half Democrats out there, they don't want to accept the fact that the checks, we know they're there. The houses were bought with Chinese money. That's all sure. obvious now. Now we just yep. need them to sort of and lay Ukraine. out how that. And Ukraine and Romania. And, mm -hmm. and this is this is not a this was a business model for them. Yes, I, I, yes. I just wonder inside and I assume this all takes place. Yes. Uh, it, it, are they going to sacrifice Hunter Biden or does he give his dad up? I mean, what's the play here? Because Democrats are begging and screaming, take Joe Biden off of our hands. We, we, we can't go into this election with him. Yeah. Is yeah, the well moment to sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no path to victory for him right now. Um, and right. yeah. And even a third of Democrat registered Democrats don't want him to run. Right. So that's not a good sign. Um, and he's, you know, he's losing, you can't win an election without independence because they're half of voters, yep. half of voters, Colorado's a great example, half of voters are independents. So he's getting creamed, uh, with independence. Um, two thirds of Democrats want somebody else to run. Um, you know, these are not good, you know, statistics. Yep. So there's no path to victory. And, you know, folks are increasingly predicting, you know, gruesome Newsom will be, you know, who's debating DeSantis tonight, right. you know, worst governor in history, perhaps, but Whitmer's a close second. Yes. Um, you know, it's, don't forget uh, about the, the love gov uh, Cuomo. Uh, <laughs> he, he ranks right up there. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think he did quite as much damage in New York. He was famous, though, for the early nur- nursing home deaths. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Okay. The, those policies. And then he got touchy-feely. Yeah. And luckily, he got touchy-feely, and he was out before he really could could lay it on, because his predecessor, no. uh, Miss Hochul, is maybe the most filthy beast we've ever had hold Yeah, she's... And- She's pretty nefarious. Yeah. Very, um, very troubling. But, uh, you know, people are voting with their feet. You know, I left 14 years ago and, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of people have left since, uh, particularly in the last few years. So, yeah, it, you know, I'm not sure how the Biden thing is going to play out. Uh, he's, he's just got so many issues with impeachment and, you know, uh, several, he's got, you know, several impeachments worth of, high crimes and misdemeanors. So, yes, so yeah. you know, it's not like a lack of evidence, um, but it's just kind of complicated. I know that the folks in his party are in panic mode because there's no path to victory in the polling. Um, and, you know, he's got all these issues and just, you know, the majority, 55% of the country um, is thinking now that he's just too old and senile, which he is, yeah. to you know to function. And they're starting to get it that he he hasn't run anything ever. He's just reading scripts and signing things, you know, uh, which right. is why they're probably afraid to have anytime he's spontaneous, bad things happen. Uh, so you know if he's not reading his script. So anyway, right. I'm not sure how that's going to play out. Uh, but you know, uh, thankfully, you know, we've got um, more and more people are are uh, jumping on or or joining the populist movement which just means serve the people uh whether it's rfk or trump you know they're slightly left slightly right but they're both nationalist populists which is good so you know we've got a a rising surge in that area people are kind of getting it that government doesn't represent them and they need to find outsiders uh who are outside the system uh to really turn things around and that to me is the moment where the elites the ones that are controlling all this stuff the ones that yeah. controlled black lives matter and the open border and the fake well, sure voting, that was the they are not okay with this right meaning this no. turn and so that's where we get really scary and that's the question yeah. i have every day each day before i do something at, at some point i think why on earth or how on earth would democrats ever let themselves allow themselves to lose the 2024 election you can't you can't if you're there yeah, because it, right. isn't it party over for because if you actually get an unhinged populist candidate that says i'm coming after the things and trump is the yeah. best example see rfk does not have the uh they're built very very differently especially sure. and so sure. you know that 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 the element of Trump is he's going to come after you you, you did some really horrible things and he's going to make it his mission he doesn't give a crap yeah. He's going to come after you. How could they let that happen? I mean, how could the Democrats let well, Dem- yeah. Republicans win House, Senate and the White House? Because a for the people movement would be a clean sweep. It has to be. Sure. Sure. No, that's a great question, Matthew. And, th- and that's what everybody's concerned about, is that these folks and I'm not talking about the citizens who vote Democrat no. or registered. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the leadership, uh, the Marxists in charge. Um, uh, they, they don't care about people. They care about power mm-hmm. and they'll basically stop at nothing to get it. And when they get it to keep it. And mm-hmm. we see a zillion examples of this from Democrat governors. Again, I'm not talking about the citizens. I'm talking about, you know, the leadership. So, so-called, um, the, when they got their COVID emergency powers, the last thing they wanted to give up, 
here in Colorado, you know, the, the polis, you know, just fought it, you know, kicking and screaming. He didn't want to give up those emergency powers. Oh. He likes that. They all do. So the concern is that they'll, they won't stop at anything. And this is kind of the Tucker Carlson scenario, like, will something bad happen to Trump um, just so they can stay in power? I don't know. I mean, uh, that's all going to be, you know, uh, to be seen. Uh, but it's a concern. You know, we saw from the the blatant fraud in the 2020 election, they'll just do anything, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, to to get in and stay in power. And so, you know, this is uh, it's a problematic time. But, you know, the surge globally, this yes. is globally, is very positive. So, uh, you know, I, it's um, it's very hopeful that that nationalist populist movements that are that care about family, that care about faith, care about freedom, are exploding. You know, even in Europe, which I kind of wrote off at one point, um, is really resurging. And then we just had this great victory in Argentina, um, ending a hundred years of socialism. A great case study for Harvard students who were taught that communism's awesome and socialism's great. Um, and students in general, young people in general are being taught that, you know, socialism, communism are, are wonderful. Um, this is a hundred year experiment and it right. failed bitterly. hundred, like we're fussed here about 9% inflation. This is 149%. Um, so, you know, uh, so I, I think the dam is breaking, so to speak. And as always happens with totalitarian regimes, like we have the United States, like we have in Canada, uh, like we have in Ireland now, which just ended free speech in Ireland, right. also in UK, uh, with these hate speech laws, which are broadly interpreted any way the government wants. Uh, with all of this clamping down, it's I believe it. My opinion is these are sort of the death throes of totalitarianism. Yeah. The globalists are losing ground. The people are rising up. You know, there's 53 cities in Spain, hundreds of thousands of people in the streets. Um, and I don't think they're going to let up until the, you know, the Marxists in charge, again, manipulating everything uh, to just stay in power. Um, I, you know, this is eventually, you know, uh, those birds are going to come home to roost at some point. And that's what's happening national uh, globally. So I'm very, I'm very hopeful about that. I think it's well said. I think that if people understood what's going on in Spain, what's yes. happened in Ireland with yeah. immigration out of control, you know, in For Sweden. Sure. Sweden, the native Swede is no longer the majority. It's right. it's overrun by African immigrants and it's Islamic. Sure. It's Islamic culture just coming into yeah. Europe like nobody's business. I don't think people appreciate that because why? Well, we're doing the same thing at our own border with sure. 10, 10 million new friends. And, and that has not even remotely been uh, appreciated, the impact of, of what oh, those 10 million. It is. And, and I don't even think we're even there yet because it's no. almost like we can't even get we got to get to the 2024 election before you deal with this. These people are yeah. telling us we are not closing that border. They are voters. They are coming here, and we are going to get yeah. them in until you kick us out of office, and it'll be we the people that have to make that happen. Yep. Uh, yep. Holy cow. And it is. You, you worry about that moment because it's people versus brute force. And is that brute force yeah, going for sure. to just slay and crush the people or are the people enough to rise up? Because that's the moment we're headed to. This is not going to be like, hey, let's shake hands and – find where right. we can agree on those right. days are so far gone because they've exposed yep. themselves as beasts yeah. essentially uh For so sure. i think it's well said globally it's certainly going more patriotic than it is more control us dominate us take from yeah. us i mean there's no doubt and i'm okay. hopeful in the u.s matthew as well 
We are. Now, I think in the U.S., we suffer from the most pride of any country. And so that's our hang up. We got so many and white Trump's arrangement syndrome and that <laughs> it, it hurt. It hurt us. You're right, because we, we yeah. think we're so smart. We think we're so educated. We think, how could we be how could we be told what to do by some person in Alabama? Yes. We went to Harvard and they don't understand how this country works. And so because they don't spend any time outside, because they don't raise their own children, because they don't actually get out in the mud and the dirt and do the stuff that yeah. they have to do. Yeah. They think it's all up here, ideologue stuff, and that should sure. prevail, where it's the heart, it's the spirit of our higher power that is saying, yeah. no, these are our God-given rights and we're keeping them. Do you understand that? And that's where we're yeah. at with this. So uh, I think it's, it is a refreshing feel because I feel the same sentiment. Even though we're not making the you, you should be further along, I think, I think, with this global movement. I mean, I think people like yeah. Mayorkas and 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 all of these administrative people in Joe Biden's cabinet, they should all be gone by now if we were really on our way. Yeah. But I think we're waiting. An, I think we're waiting. Yeah, well, there's enough of that rhino establishment, yeah. uh, that wing of the Republican Party, which is rapidly fading and fading away and diminishing the kind of Bush Cheney. Um, you know, Mitt Romney, uh, Nikki Haley side, the establishment side, the uniparty side uh, of the of the party is really uh, losing ground rapidly. Um, and the nationalist populist, you know, America first movement rather than America last is really exploding. And that's, you know, and there's a, just a rising tide of that. I don't think that's going to be turned aside. Oh. Uh, and, you know, great news in Michigan, you know, with the Maoist governor there, Whitmer, uh, trying to just, you know, take all the citizens' guns away. Um, their first county there, um, the uh, county commissioners voted to make the entire county a sanctuary for the Second Amendment. Mm. And to form their uh, government-approved, local government, not state government, but local government-approved militia. <laughs> and this, is this I think, could be a model. Now, the good news is we have two-thirds, 2,000 counties in the United States out of 3,000 are Second Amendment sanctuaries. That's wow. remarkable. Okay. Two out of three of all counties in the country wow. are Second Amendment sanctuary. And now we have, because it's a constitutional right, uh, the formation of more and more militias. Now, why they're doing this in Michigan is because if you have a government, even local government approved militia, uh, you, they are guaranteed due process. And this is what the, the Marxist, you know, Whitmer, the, the tyrant um, has done is, is basically eliminating due process with the red flag laws sure. where they say, okay, we can take your guns away just because we feel like it under any pretense and you have no due process. And that's a problem uh, because then the people are defenseless against a tyrannical government. So, it, right. and any so if they form a militia, anybody can join that in the community, and then they are guaranteed if the government makes a move, which they have, to um, uh, to basically disarm law-abiding citizens, so that only the criminals have guns. Of course, um, then right. uh, then if you're part of the militia, you have an absolute guaranteed right to due process and to actually have a shot at defending yourself uh, in the courts. So, you know, hopefully this will be a model for 2000 more yeah. counties, uh, but it's, it's very positive. Uh, and I'm really, you know, heartened by movements like that, uh, that are really, you know, people are rising up there. They, they've gotten shoved against the wall so hard with these, these useless, destructive, uh, baseless COVID restrictions that they're, they've had enough. You know, and Absolutely so there's a rising tide of that. I, 
and I think that's very well said. You've almost pushed people to the brink of we have nothing to lose. Yeah, you, you've inflated us into a terrible situation. Home ownership right. is out, out of the question. If you're a kid, uh, you know, graduating college or young family today, yeah. save your money. You're not buying a house in this environment. It's not going to happen. You, you have to walk out of a millionaire. No to purchase homes in this environment. Right. So you've inflated people, you've scared people, you've caused crime to people, you've caused yes. physical injury with our poisonous vaccines and our poisonous medicines and our poisonous lockdowns. So you've really pushed people to say, well, I, I owe nothing to this government. They've put themselves, these tyrants, in a dangerous position because smart people, capable people are saying, I'm now taking this into my own hands, exercising yes. my rights, and there's yes. nothing you can do about it. And that's a fearful place for government. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I believe it was uh, Sowell, Thomas, Tom Sowell, a real brilliant uh, uh -huh. social commentator and economist. I think it was he that said the limit of the power of tyrants is determined uh, by what the people allow them to do. Yes. Uh, and he said it more eloquently, and, and I, I think it was him. But the, the, the sentiment is they only do what you let them do. Uh, so uh, when there's enough pushback, then the tyranny ends. That's right. And that's what's happening. You know, all over the world, you know, there's this freedom breaking out uh, all over the place. And, and this was the, you know, and remember, you know, from a spiritual perspective, um, the one characteristic of spirit or God or the divine is freedom. Yep. And as that spirit rises up in people, it manifests as a desire to restore and preserve freedom. And this is happening with health freedom, where there's just more pushback uh, on mandates of any kind, um, and other, you know, free freedom of speech, uh, rights to self-defense, all these things, you know, people are rising up. And the reason for that is that there, there's a rising spirit of awakening uh, happening globally. You know, the 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 spirit of the divine, whatever you want to call that, God is waking up within people, uh, and that. You know that spirit is is creative, and one characteristic of it is that it's free. It can't be constrained by anything in this world. So as people begin to remember more of their their divine or spiritual or or sacred identity, whatever you want to call it, their larger reality, uh, perhaps, uh, then they have a greater desire to have the freedom of creative expression and to live their lives as their uh, own inner compass dictates. I think it's well said. Our guest is Dr. Michael Gaeta, the Gaeta Institute in Boulder, michaelgaeta.com. Of course, we're going to get to some practice stuff uh, that you guys yeah. have got going on here at some point. But I think you mentioned around the world and freedom breaking out. We also have these wars breaking out and terror breaking out. Well, yeah. That's another element. And that's also another yeah. element that's weighing on the the minds of the American people, because they're asking yeah. us to a pick a side, b go all in, fund it, support it, don't question it, cheer right. it on. And, and I want to be very clear for our listeners: what Israel is doing is no longer uh, defending itself. I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm clear on that because so they're not fighting a country; they're fighting a terrorist group, and they have outside yes. sources and funding. And 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 I would say Israel is about as well funded of military countries there is in the world i mean there's yeah. there's a there's a blank check for, for israel sure. when it comes to us and and so when they go into gaza the idf and they go in and they're hunting for hamas i mean people need to understand that if they 
flip a couple of women and children in the process. Israel's defense force is not losing sleep at night, okay? They are killing a lot of innocent people as they go through and hunt down, much like we did. We've got to take down ISIS. We've got to take down Saddam. And what do we do? We kill a million Iraqis in the meantime. That had nothing to do with it. So I make sure I'm always on the record of saying I'm so far out of this thing. Um, it's done. I'll never cheer for terrorists, but you know what I'll never cheer for either? Country like Israel that over-vaccinated and lied to their people during COVID, that is 100% supportive of LGBTQ and abortion. They're in complete disobedience of the living, uh, the active spirit of Jesus Christ. They, they deny the very existence of that. And so when I step back and I think about that, and I think about all the troubles here, and then I look at Israel, my heart is I'm so neutral, it's it's almost turned inward to other things. I'm turned off, no longer interested. Ukraine is like a, a long foregone thought. What's Ukraine again? So tell us about Israel. I don't feel like it has very much time left um, as far as sentiment to keep people enthusiastic or supportive. I'm out on Israel's mission to kill Hamas. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's a hairy, you know, it's a hairy situation. Um, and... You know, I'm just thinking of, okay, what would happen if um, we were invaded by Mexico? Not that that would happen. Sure. Um, but so, so you know, it, it, this is a very complicated subject because China backing Iran, which backs most global terrorism. So that's like a flow chart people need to be aware of. Right. Um, the leftists in China have basically unlimited cash, although their economy is, is a little precarious right now. Um, the their funding and backing all primarily Iran, uh, which is you know the main terrorist organization in the world, which then branches out. So they're backing terrorist activity in South America, Central America, in uh, in Turkey, in the Gaza Strip, like everywhere. Right. So uh, so that that makes the geopolitical implications a little more strange. Uh, but if, you know, let's just say there was, you know, Hamas in Mexico and Iran set them up to invade the United States, how far would we go to defend our borders? I mean, it's just a, I'm, I'm asking a question. Yeah. You know, every country has the right to self-defense where, and just like every human being has the right to self-defense, right? If somebody, you know, kicks open my door at 3 a.m. with my daughter sleeping upstairs, I'm going to end that person. Yes. Uh, to the best of my ability, yes. I, they will not be leaving my house. Yes. So, Correct. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, so that's so there is a right to self-defense and where it gets hairy is how does that play out? Um, so I, I fully support because none of this would be happening if Hamas had not invaded Israel. Right. So. So part of me is like every tragically, horrifyingly, terribly dead Palestinian civilian. Uh, is on Hamas's head because Israel didn't just randomly wake up and say, "Hey, let's go invade the the, the Gaza Strip." They gave up the Gaza Strip in 2005, um, and every every conflict has never none of the conflicts have been initiated by Israel. It's always been in self defense. So the question is, okay, how, what's okay? What's not okay? How do you do that? Um, so you know, sure, in an ideal situation, you you would do the very messy stuff of door to door you know if if they if you're holding a rifle you're not going to live to see tomorrow and blow up the tunnels and all of this i mean just to try to selectively target hamas because they're never going to stop their stated goal is the eradication of israel 
Right. So, uh, so, you know, that, that would be ideal. I, and I guess here's where I think is, is Israel, we've never questioned Israel as far as they've never had any responsibility in any of their conduct. It feels like is they can do no oh. wrong over there. And that's where I say, so like, if you look yeah. at Gaza, sort of the there open air prison camp that yeah. it looks like, right? So yeah. most people don't appreciate this either. 50% of the population in Gaza is under 15 years old. So yeah. the mathematics right now is that Israel is going in there. And of course, Israel wants that back. Israel wants as much land to them. I'm not saying that they're making a, an imperialistic move, but they want as much land and buffer from themselves as the rest of those demonic Muslims as possible. I would certainly hope so. I would certainly hope they want more land yeah, than I, less I, land, right? I don't think I, they gave up Gaza in order to not get bombed every week. But I'm saying in Gaza now, this new yeah. approach, because they're in Gaza going door to door, they're doing the door to door thing as we yeah, speak. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so are they just going to, how do they leave that situation? Meaning, aren't they going to take brand new ownership over Gaza? They've killed all the people and destroyed yeah, all the resources. I, I don't think they have a, an incentive to do that. Uh, I don't, they're not at war with the Palestinians. Uh, by the way, 20% of Israel is not Jewish, right? And, and most right. of these are Arabs. And so the, right. you know, the, uh, Arabs, Muslims, they have a way better quality of life living in Israel, including right. being having a seat on the Israeli Supreme Court. Um, their their version of it, right? Um, you know, so they're they're represented at the highest levels of government, uh, and you know, it's one in five Israelis is not Jewish. And if you ask any of them, they've been interviewed, not recently, obviously, but over the year, in recent years, they've been interviewed they're like, we love it here. We don't want to right. go anywhere else. We have a better quality of life here than in any Muslim nation on earth. We have more freedom, more prosperity, more entrepreneurial freedom to just run a business and take care yes. of your family. 100%. You know, so, so, you know, I, I, Israel gave up uh, the West, uh, gave up Gaza uh, in 2005. Uh, for this purpose of not, so I, I think, you know, again, I'm guessing, I don't really know, but I think they're trying to d eradicate Hamas so they stop getting bombed. Now, the problem is when they use larger munitions, bad things happen because Hamas hides themselves in schools and hospitals and all this right. type of stuff. And they're, you know, they have their headquarters under a hospital kind of thing or a school. They use civilians to, you know, because the Israelis typically, historically, have been meticulous about trying to avoid civilian casualties. But sure. the problem is they're angry and they're using larger munitions, which is safer for their soldiers, but you know, the collateral damage is much greater. Right. So, you know, ideally they'd stop bombing stuff and just go door to door and try to selectively root out Hamas, destroy the tunnels, and at least buy themselves a few years till the next generation of children is raised to kill every Israeli in, on the, in the world. So, you know, I, that's, I, that would be, so I, I kind of understand that perspective and I just wish they were not doing the, the munition, the larger munition bombing type stuff, which I understand why it's always safer. Throw in some drones, throw in some rockets, your soldiers are safe. That's been the United States, you know, approach to a lot of smaller wars. Yeah. But, you know, that's just not great. I, I, so I'm with you. I'm not okay with civilian casualties. And, you know, uh, I, it's, uh, it's inevitable when you're bombing stuff particularly the way Hamas operates. This is a, a vicious, brutal terrorist. They don't care about Palestinians, by the way. The Palestinians no. elected them, kind of like um, in this country, 
uh, you know, people vote for Marxists who don't care about them. Um, the, the Palestinians voted Hamas in, and now they're seeing, you know, the consequences. And of some that. of that, they have to pay for that consequences. There's not just a, you oops, know, you made a mistake. You're okay, baby. Yeah, You're not a baby anymore. You did a terrible thing. Just like the saying, the maniacs yeah. that put in these policies, yes. there's consequences for that. I for maybe sure. don't get to deliver them to you, but you don't just get to say, ooh, we made a mistake. Yeah, you did. And other yeah. people didn't wake up from that mistake. You still did, yeah. so you still need to pay. So I think it's it's just a fascinating thing because to get me, to pull the heartstrings of the American people to go support that yeah. in another country, 6,000 miles away, 12-hour plane ride, I'm yeah. sorry, I've got no interest in that. The, the rent's 5,000. Yeah. Uh, the kids are screaming. The food's too expensive. We've uh, yeah. Excuse me, I could care less about it. So that's where they've really made a mistake is they thought yeah. the American people had it so good, our elites, that we would set our lives aside and go worry about jokes like Ukraine. And Ukraine is proving to be the joke that it is now, the fraud, the lie. Because if it was, as yeah. we don't hear anything about Ukraine anymore, nothing other than begging of money from Zelensky. Well, they it's needed not imploding. something else. Yeah, they so that's what I want to version. talk about next. So Ukraine had failed. And we can totally, it's an unwinnable can, war. Okay, exactly. Unwinnable war in a, in a country that has no there's nothing to save. There's nothing to salvage. Ukraine is nothing. It, it didn't. It's changed hands dozens of times. It has no yeah. culture. It is a nomadic outcast land. I'm so sorry if you're from Ukraine, but that's the way that and now there's it's a demonically led country because there's it no is. Christians in Ukraine. They're exterminating Christians in Ukraine and people yeah. don't talk about that. Priests. Yeah. It's disgusting. OK, and, and they thought we would overlook that and say, well, Russia is so bad. We can get the Cold War going again. And no, it's a, it's a Christian. It's a Christian country now. It hasn't been communist for Correct. some time. And that's another lie by the deep state, yeah. by the Democrat machine, by the rhino machine that yeah. says we can get wars going. So this is the question. So we know that the we ended. Yeah, <laughs> And remember, Ukraine is a slush fund for the Democratic. Correct. Party. Joe Biden has two estates based that money came right out of Ukraine. So we know mm -hmm. it's it's profitable that way for our elites. And not just you, him. Yeah. No, no, no. Gosh, no. Every that's what's so funny. That's why I say this. There's no way that you can allow. Uh, the Democrats can allow themselves to lose 2024 because it's not just Joe Biden. There's yeah, special prosecutors, Hillary, yeah. Barack. They're all rich because of these. You think that Joe was special? He's the only one that got these deals? Absolutely not. He's just the yeah. greediest one. And he had yeah. the most deranged son that got him busted. That is the only reason he is in the spotlight right now. Everybody else yeah. did the same thing. But yeah. I want to go back to these wars and just sort of so that people can understand the, the playbook here. Yes. So we got out of Afghanistan in a absolutely disgraceful. Disaster. Absolutely. Yeah. That was impeachable. That was impeachable right there, right? Yeah. That's one. Then we move by February, just six months later, we move into Ukraine, new war, funding yes. going. We know about the $200 billion, okay? That loses steam. And that's where I say this, this Israel thing, that was not a coincidence because I do not believe for a second that our global masters just yeah. happened to get fortunate with, phew, as our scam was getting burned, we got yeah. this brand new distraction. Baloney. Yeah. So I yeah. say this is it was intentional. It was a security breach. It was allowed to have happen and that there was an incentive to now get this, you know, hostility raised in the Middle East. But don't they have to ignite this war and get it going to the next level and involve other countries or we're done? I mean, it's just there's yeah. no steam left to go fight terrorists. We're fighting that's... terrorists all day, every day in the world. It's not that exciting in Israel either. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point, Matthew. And that, that's what I was trying to you know, hinting at before. If, it, if this gets regional, 
it gets very hairy immediately. Yes. You know, if Turkey gets involved, if Iran gets involved directly, I mean, this this blows up fast uh, because Iran is in an economic part. Do they want that? Don't they want that? Do, would the world power well, right now take a global, a huge war event right now that, that would yes. put them on path for, for power in 24? Is that a play? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good question. And yes, yeah, Zelensky, in order to save democracy, suspends in right. elections. <laughs> nice. We have to we have to suspend democracy in order to, to save keep it. Democracy. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, as Kissinger, who just passed away. And, at, at and, and he's rotting in hell. And I'll say that proudly. That's one of the most <laughs> sickest human beings to yeah, ever exist is, on the planet. This is a dark individual for yes. sure. Um, but he famously said it's easier to kill a million people than control a million people. Yeah. Um, and so, sure, I mean, uh, it, it just gets a slippery slope when we get nuclear superpowers involved. Um, and, you know, Iran is, you know, enemy number one that we just gave six billion dollars to um, on 9-11 anniversary. I know. I know. I mean, the, the, the insult. They're laughing. And, uh, yeah, it's it's messed up. And between Biden and Obama, I think it was 60 to 70 billion dollars to Iran. Yes. Um, just really nefarious stuff. Uh, but we just have to pray this stays contained yeah. um, into, you know, two two factions going at it. Because if you get I mean, if Hezbollah in uh, Turkey uh, gets involved um, and other factions, I mean, this this goes regional, and then it you know then you're dealing with the possibility of tactical nuclear weapons. Um, it just gets super hairy because uh, again they're in an economic alliance now uh, with Russia and China, you know Iran. So uh, this is very dangerous. This is you know this is World War Three potential as it was in Ukraine. You know you, they're, they're yeah. thankfully support for Ukraine is waning. People are getting it now. Because they're basically most people are, are smart enough to ignore the mainstream media. Uh, they're getting it that you cannot beat Russia in a war, period. The only way to beat Russia is if every NATO country um, united in active hot war against Russia. And that's the end of the world. Okay. So, you know, and that's not going to happen. And they, there's they, no reason for that because no, and NATO is not going to do that. And Russia behaves far more decently than NATO. Are you kidding oh, yeah. me? I oh, mean, NATO sure. and, and those groups are responsible for some of our most egregious policies over oh, in Europe. Sure. And yeah. so it's NATO is the one that's been encroaching on Russia over oh, time. Oh, for sure. For sure. An Again, anti-Russia thing. They, but they people promise. don't think that. Yeah, no, I know. I know people are starting to wake up, though. And, you know, thank God for folks who are just out there telling the truth, like RFK, yep. telling the story, the history of the Ukraine you know, mm -hmm. situation and, and just in how we've moved, you know, from the, the Bush era, yes. we've moved a thousand miles towards Russia to, you know, we've moved a thousand miles east when we promised them uh, right. we won't move an inch east, you know, right. so, uh, and this is what Gorbachev does. Hey, I'm going to do something that's going to get me, you know, reviled by my country, but I'm going to give you, I'm going to pull out of Germany. You can have all of Germany, but don't move past Germany right. with NATO. And we moved a thousand miles. I mean, what do you expect? Everybody but Ukraine and Belarus is in NATO, essentially. So it's yeah. Russia against the world. They yeah. know it. And the reason Russia, Ukraine didn't turn into World War Three is because Russia never had any intention of starting World War Three. No, that's why they went in with a very small force, 70,000 troops. They, they don't they don't want to kill anybody. 
No, you they're know, taking back what they believe is theirs. They believe they yeah, have people living sure. in Ukraine that want to be Russian. And oh, they're absolutely. Saying, and let's face it, Donbass, Russia yeah. is a better run country than Ukraine. I don't care how many times you oh, try to break it down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Putin has an 83% approval rating. 80% of the country is now Christian. It used to be 12. Yeah. Um, there's religious freedom. as long, you know, Basically, the way it is in Russia, as long as you don't criticize the government. Okay. So right. there is there is a, there are guardrails. As long as you don't criticize the government publicly, they, you're free to live your life. Um, uh, that's fair. You and, know, and you know what? Um, We're not allowed really to say everything we want right now either. Are no, we? and this is a big issue, Matthew, globally, is uh, these hate speech laws are really problematic uh, because you know, Ireland is basically gone. It's a, it's no longer a Western democracy. It's fallen. Yep, Ireland has it, fallen. fallen. It's fully globalist WEF. Um, and, uh, you know, there's no freedom of speech in Ireland. Hmm. Um, so, uh, and in UK, same thing, uh, England is no longer a Western democracy. It's a totalitarian, right. Correct. increasingly totalitarian regime, I would say, um, Canada, same thing. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a matter of how far can you push people before they push back? Yeah. And, uh, and that's, what's happening, you know, in Europe, in, in Denmark and Sweden and, uh, Italy and Hungary, um, uh, in Argentina, you know, over in, you know, South America, uh, Central America, you know, the whole region. Uh, so it's really kind of shaping up as, you know, China versus the, the freedom because wow. China is propping up, you know, a lot of these tyrannical socialist leftist Marxist regimes in Central and South America, certainly in the Middle East. And, you know, this is like a big problem. And, and, and so gruesome Newsom, you know, cleans up San Francisco in two weeks uh, to uh, let mm -hmm. his to make a good show for his boss. Yep. Um, and his new uh, handler, his new master. His and new that should be disgusting. I mean, any person, yeah. I mean, I just look. So I, 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 I mean, it suffering. should make you puke that you have an American city, a major. And California is probably the greatest state we have from a diversity oh, size. Port. I mean, it's everything. I mean, it Beautiful. produces. I mean, it has innovation. Give me a break on California. Yeah. And then you let it you let DAs and, and Democrat governors run it to homelessness and drug addicted and filth. And yeah. then what makes you pick it up and clean it up? A Chinese emperor. Yeah. yeah. Coming over here to basically say we're going to be partners if you're president or this country is is, is tighter. Yeah. That should make everybody puke in their stomach, just like. Yeah. um. Oh, the Toronto mayor, the newly newly elected Toronto mayor is a thick Chinese accent woman. And she's out there telling Toronto's take a double jab. You take a double jab. And it's like, yeah. well, are you guys you guys have completely gone brain dead because you're just now watching a movie that tells you this is a person planted from China in a country that used to be Christian, used yeah. to be democratic. And now she tells you, take a double jab. And you don't question <laughs> that. And she's from China. You're living in Toronto. You speak English. She speaks Chinese. This is disgusting. And when are people going to stop? That's the questions. Yeah. Um, yes. Because you have to see that that's, those changes are happening. It's like, well, hold on a second. This was a white country. Now it's completely brown. This was a safe city. Now it's totally violent. This was free speech. Now I'm going to jail for this. Wait Wake up, yeah. people. Doctor, yeah. I want to talk about another subject, and then I want to get yeah, sure. a little bit on the practice, because you mentioned Putin. Now, Europe Europe is very corrupted, but some European countries have, have adopted this, and Russia, for, for sure, is the kind of food that they'll import, GMOs and all this. Yes. Poison. I, I want to talk about this for a second, because we talk in our practice, in our space, in our 
foundation. Mm -hmm. I talk to parents all the time about vaccines and how aware they are. They don't want this stuff going in their bodies, but, but yet I don't think parents are doing, and this is, I'm calling out parents as a moment to make significant changes in the life is we're not doing the same level of scrutiny with our food and with sure. what we're consuming and our giving our children. I mean, we got ch- parents that say, I don't want my kid to have any vaccines, but they're giving them a bowl of Lucky Charms. They're giving them a bowl of Honeycrisp, right? And that stuff is in the home at the same, so yeah. we're in conflict. And yeah. so what we're trying to, and so countries like Russia have said, well, that's fine. We're forbidding GMO yep. food. We're forbidding certain pesticide. And then you talk about RFK yeah. and where his thing is, is, is we've allowed so much poison to come in through our food, air and water right into our children without anything. I mean, leadership is not just keeping your country out of a war. Leadership is protecting your country from the poison that yeah. the world is trying to saturate it with for profit. I hope just speak into a little bit about, I guess, the diligence that we need as yeah. just everyday consumers living in a poisonous world, the attentiveness to labels, the attentive to consumption of our bodies. Yeah. It's poison. It's, it's There's no other way to say it. Yeah. You know, that's a good point, Matthew. And, and uh, you know, I've been practicing 33 years now as a nutrition practitioner, nutritionist, and yes. uh, practicing Chinese and functional medicine. I've, you know, worked with countless kids. Um, and it's a, it's a big concern uh, because we now have the corporate takeover of uh, American regulatory bodies like FDA uh, so that the foods we sell, and there are side-by-side comparisons and uh, of uh, mainstream foods like uh, Campbell's soup, for example, or a box of cereal in the United States, the same product in Europe has far fewer nasty ingredients, you know, right. GMO and artificial this and that. So clearly, you know, it's there's something unique happening in the United States where we're allowing um, ingredients to be fed to our kids and the population in general that isn't allowed in other countries. So there are GMO restrictions in at least 60 countries, outright ban or tight regulation of. And, you know, that's, you know, that's a good thing. So mm-hmm. the basic idea, and this is, we could, we could kind of make this a, a metaphor for the larger uh, cycle that's emerging and how to, how to survive yeah. in uh, this kind of globalist tyranny move. Um we have, you know, uh, as as I believe it was Mussolini described fascism as the marriage of government and corporate power. And that's what we have in the United States, um, unfortunately. And so the, all of the centralization of power, of authority uh, in health departments and in the you know medical system and education, all these centralized systems are very destructive. Uh, and so the solution, and this comes, this goes also to your question about our foods, is decentralization. Uh, so to to uh, find as much as possible, it's easier now than ever to get locally sourced food. So you vote with your dollars, and instead of buying that crap from the supermarket and you know buy the giant Lucky Charms, like you said you know, for two bucks at Walmart, Mm -hmm. um, why don't we find uh, a local producer, a local farmer, uh, a local rancher, somebody near us that's not a big conglomerate uh, that we get our food from and CSAs and farmers markets and finding local farmers and co-ops. And there's so many ways to do it now. You can go to realmilk.com and find local dairy farmers that'll sell you, you know, healthy, raw, 
typically grass-fed organic milk, uh, preferably A2. <laughs> That's another story. Right. But uh, but anyway, so you know, it, it's about decentralizing everything: food, finance, money, business. Yep. Uh, what you're spending money on, um, you know. Uh, uh, how about this? We're rethinking the status quo. We've got to rethink yeah. all that stuff because they've yeah. they've put stuff in there that's kind of accelerated beyond what our bodies can handle. Oh and yeah, what we, your kids yeah. can handle. My goodness, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We live nice, in the brilliant. time of the greatest demands ever in history on the human body mind. You know, from man-made radiation to toxicity in our air, food, and water, uh, and medications. Um, mm -hmm. We live in the time of greatest demands on the human body at any time in history. And then people wonder why they're getting sick all the time. They right. just don't have the supply, whether it's diet, supplementation, herbal medicine, healthy relationships, devotion to or, or, or relationship to a higher power, serving something larger than yourself. People don't have enough of that supply to meet that insanely high demand. And that's why we have, you know, 80% of our healthcare costs are for chronic disease, um, not the car accident, but diabetes. Yep. You know, so, uh, so that's really, you know, very significant. So folks kind of unplugging from the matrix, so to speak, of centralized medicine, healthcare, food, um, uh, you know, securing your, you know, home and family, whatever it is, that's what's really needed. And people need to become a lot more self-sufficient. You know, I was just having at the dinner table with my daughter, uh, you know, she was criticizing the uh, Mormons. She was reading a book. Well, they, they think, you know, they have a, you know, years of food store. And it's like, well, you know, we don't have years, but we have something. And it's, you know, we can't assume we're always going to be able to go to the store, buy anything we want sure. at any time. Right. So, we, you know, you need, I think it's wise for people to be prepared for contingency. Great. And I didn't talk to her about, you know, New World Order. I just said, oh, maybe there's a storm. You know, she's a teen. You know, she's 15. Yeah. I said, oh, maybe there's a storm. There's a blackout. Right. We can't get somewhere. You know, that sort of thing. Uh, so I think that's prudent. And, and this, mm -hmm. this, but this whole decentralization of life, source getting out of big banks, um, and doing business with your neighbors, knowing your, where your food comes from, knowing your farmer, all these things just solve a lot of, uh, these larger issues very simply. Yeah, it's great. And, and getting our, uh, join your local militia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're in a militia. We've joined a, like a co-op. We're, we're sharing a cow. Uh, yes. we're, doing, we're each taking turns milking, but you know what? We're, we're all yeah. healthier as a result of it. I mean, you have yeah. countless yes. experiences. We'll, 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 we know where you've just changed the diet for 30 days for 90 days oh, and the sure. impact is profound. And it's like, just yeah. try it. If you think we're lying, just go try it. I will say this to folks that, and they don't, they need to have this stat and number top of their mind. Every yeah. time they take a pill, ask their doctor something, the third leading cause of death in America it's not heart attacks or guns or anything. It's medical mistakes. It's either a doctor. No, medical or, errors, true. Yeah. Med medical error. So, so, but how many people are asking those? That's the third leading cause of death yeah. in America is a medical mistake. And we're supposed to blindly trust the FDA, the CDC, the doctor that says the vaccine's all good. Blindly trust all that. And you're <laughs> sticking number three up there. Holy cow. So heart disease, yeah. diabetes, and then a doctor making an error on me. That's the top three ways the American's going to die. I'm sorry. No, thank you. And guess what? They're all self-induced. Most people don't understand. 
understand that there was no yeah. such thing as diabetes 100 years ago. We didn't have it until <laughs> industrialized food. So this is just disgraceful. Yes. And I know it's stuff that people can learn more of and get into at the Gata Institute. It's the Gata yes. Institute in Boulder, michaelgata.com. Kind of just tell us what you've got. Come, We're in December now, closing out the year. Tell us what you guys are looking at in the practice. We are. And I've got a lot of uh, holiday music on our watch, on our video. Excellent. I've but anyway, yeah, we have a global online school. We have students all over the world uh, who are health conscious people and health professionals that we educate in our in this philosophy of nature first, drugs last. Yes. And our two things that we're really passionate about is natural health and health freedom. Um, and so we have a variety of educational courses um, on how to take care of yourself and your family, or if you're a practitioner, how to do better patient care uh, using natural functional medicine, holistic health care, natural uh, therapies, and natural medicine. Uh, so that, that's all at michaelgated.com. And uh, in appreciation for you and your listeners, we have a, a tuition discount code in our courses, which is DARK, D-A-R-K. Awesome. Uh, for the great Matthew Dark. Thank you. And, uh, so you can get a discount on all of our courses using that coupon code DARK. Excellent. And uh, we have a clinic. Uh, so I have patients all over the world um, who I work with remotely, as well as folks who are nearby here in Boulder. Uh, but most of my practice are people I work with via phone and video uh, on you know the same approach, you know, using Chinese and functional medicine to get well and then to stay well and do good preventative care. So, uh, and actually I'm giving a talk tonight for a, uh, health community in Canada, uh, K, uh, and it's K, the letter K wellness, and, uh, and this is set up by a medical doctor who was censored by her hospital and left the medical system mm. because they got, they, she was persecuted for writing vaccine exemptions and, uh, mask exemptions, which cause she knew better. <laughs> And uh, so she had to leave the medical system. And uh, but anyway, she set up this uh, health community. So kwellnesscanada.ca. Uh, I'll be speaking there tonight. And uh, if you go to michaelgata.com, uh, you can schedule a free discovery call. If you want to see if you want to like to become a patient or a student, you can set up a free call. And if you uh, register in any of our courses, just use it, the coupon code DARK. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been practicing 33 years, teaching for 30 years. And uh, it's what I love to do uh, and to really for a purpose of co-creating with you, know, you, Matthew, and others who are around the world uh, to create a new culture of nature first, drugs last. Absolutely. People who are vital and resilient, who stay out of the medical system entirely, except in emergencies, um, is a really uh, what, we, what we've been doing for a long time. So I uh, appreciate the opportunity to uh, work with any of your listeners who want to take a course or get a consultation. Absolutely. And, and I just I just think, folks, this is a time this is an investment in yourself, because, see, with I notice when I have elements of fear, it's because I don't know when yeah. I start to know the information. I have no yes. fear. It melts like that. And so if yes. you're sitting there in this world of confusion, which they're lying to you, they're deceiving you, they're putting tricky language on labels and inserts and all that. You need to educate yourself because yeah. stuff that's man-made that doesn't exist anywhere else on the world, but they're putting it into your food and then you're not happy with your health. You need to check right. that right there. That's the element. You've put a foreign substance, a toxic poison substance. And why did you do it? Well, it was easy. It tasted good. It looked good. It was yeah. cheap. It was there. Everybody else was doing it. That's okay, but that's the stuff that gets you killed. If you want to break free from yes. that, you must come into the light of of God, this is what I heard the other day. And it's really stuck with me. 
um, for what every affliction on the planet, somewhere yeah. in the world, there's a plant with the cure in it. And yeah. I believe that like the Rudolf sunset of rice. Okay. Uh, but exactly. I believe that. And so folks, we've got to adopt that because say 200 years ago, we didn't sit in front of a computer all day. We were working out in the yard. We were working yeah. out in the dirt. We were eating what we could produce. We were not going to McDonald's yes. and eating these horrible oils. So folks, there is a whole world. I guess that's the excitement. There is a whole world of health that opens up to you when you enlighten and say, I'm out of the status quo. I am free. What's best for my body? Because that's what I'm interested in. Not what tastes good. Not what takes away my little emotional issue in the moment. Yes. But what's going to hit me well? And so I just know at Gata Institute and all of your free health freedom practitioners, you know, it was it was it was it was not a coincidence that people that were health, pro health freedom and pro patient were also there for the vaccine exemption. We're also there for the covid medicines. They were also there. I mean, it was functional practitioners that were helping those in covid. And so find yourself one, whether it's Dr. Gata, go to coloradomedicalfreedom.com. You can find a directory there as well. But get engaged and get out of the system. Uh, doctor, I can't thank you enough. I know we'll do this again very soon. Yeah, let's do that, Matthew. I always we, enjoy it. We will do it uh, because I know in two weeks, three weeks, a month, a day, whatever, we'll have more stuff on our plate to deal with. And we might get one of those calls where we're sitting down here and I'll say, well, he's finally resigned. Joe Biden's gone and we're doing this because I believe that is our next well, they're they're start yeah the, the his party is starting to you know kind of plant seeds uh, because yeah. the majority of the American people you know want him to go um, and yep. you know so that's step one I mean at the end of the day he's not running anything um, right. but you know at least as a as a puppet figurehead they're not too happy with this guy for for good reason you know the worst administration in history the worst um, yeah so I, you know I, I as the main thing is that people not get anything injected into their arm ever again yep uh and to take responsibility for your health and uh, find your tribe locally yep uh it's uh, wonderful times i love that i love that i I've, again i've met people that i know i'll know forever for my whole life because of this connection and yes. i thank god for that even though it came out of tremendous dysfunction and evil we know it was demonic the whole COVID yeah. thing but we have a strength and now what are you going to do with it and that's why we want to just lock arms and put everybody on mission yes. stay focused on it but now accelerate you know if we if we tap your mind about yeah maybe i could clean that up take action today make a step today clean out your cupboard today say no today go to a school board meeting today we have a yes. school board meeting tonight that we'll speak okay. at. take five minutes and in this case you know what our school board has made positive changes that we are very appreciative as parents so you know what we're going to do we're going to commend so. them applaud yeah. them thank Perfect. you thank you parents and that's what we're talking about be involved when they do wrong call them out when they do right call them right and when they need guidance and love be there because you're sitting there because you want the best for your community doctor yeah. it's always good i can't thank you enough it's michaelgata.com the gata institute boulder colorado we'll do it again this will be on rumble spotify everywhere you get your shows folks hit subscribe do this though until next time serve god help others stay good goodbye god bless everybody thank you doc thank you you're listening to the bravest show on radio the matthew dark show Hit subscribe anywhere you get your shows and never miss an episode.